Hey, everybody, Jeff Mason, your Simple Biz Guy here. Thank you, Mason Vaughn Letbetter, for that awesome intro. Gosh, that's, a, that's just a treat to have that every week. So we're here today talking about tool number 164 out of our communications chapter. We're going to jump right into this. Most of you are familiar with our format, what we're doing, how we're doing it. Uh, before we dive into that, I do want to mention, doesn't that look nifty in the, in the stocking under the tree? You still have time. It's the 19th. You still got time to get your orders into Amazon and get them shipped, I hope. I hope it uh, gets to you uh, in, in that time. But anyway, you can go on our website, Simple Biz 360, and order direct. It'll connect you through Amazon there. Or you can get, get it on eBooks at uh, for $8.95. The book is $18.95, but for $8.95, you can go on Kindle, go on Barnes & Noble eBooks and Google Play as well. So here's, here it is, uh, tool number 164, answer 100% of the inquiries you receive. Communication, it's essential. We have to do it. Our businesses depend on us communicating with customers. And when we get inquiries, they're a customer that show, is showing interest or expressing interest in a, a, one of a variety of things. They, they, they need help. They got a question. They, they, they're stuck. They want to get a price. They want some clarification, whatever it may be. However, what I've noticed over the decades is that in general, communication in the corporate world is getting a little more cryptic. It's getting a little bit more um, light on content. It's getting a little bit late in response. And I just see this. I've watched this happen. And now we're into this smartphone era, mobile technology era. A lot of us are doing business, the majority of our business, on small um, smartphones and, and other devices that are handheld. And, you know, it, it, there's a lot of communication flying at us via text, via email still, and coming through the website and some, you know, voice messages as well. But as small business owners, I want to throw caution to the wind for you. I think it's a dangerous path to go down where you pick and choose what inquiries to answer and what not. Don't forget, this is your money, this is your investment, this is your dream, this is your company. You have put a lot into this, and I want to see you get a lot out of it. And I really, I'm really throwing caution to the wind here, and I'm suggesting that you answer 100% of your inquiries. You do not have to have the answer. You just need to simply respond to somebody and say, I got your inquiry. Gee, I don't know the answer to that. I'll get back to you. Or maybe you don't even want to do business with this person or don't, you know, you have no interest in having another conversation. Hey, thanks for reaching out to me at this time. This isn't good for me. Start expressing that goodwill. Start expressing that uh, cadence of constantly responding to people, whoever they are, and, and start building a reputation and a hallmark that you respond to 100% of inquiries that you get. I think the quicker you do it, the better. I'll leave that up to you. What's quick for you may not be quick for the next person, but I do suggest you answer 100% of those inquiries. Um, the other thing is we look at how to answer things and what's coming at us. I have noticed also, and, 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 and again, I mentioned in a previous podcast that some of these topics kind of spill over into other topics and Maybe this is where in the communication chapter we have some duplication of content. But think about questions, hidden questions in emails. A lot of times we'll get a paragraph email or even in a text message, and there's really four questions in there, but it's a paragraph. And I cannot tell you how many times in my career I have fished and poked and prodded and tried my best for days to get 
you know, if I was the one who sent those four questions to get that company to answer those four questions. So what I started doing years ago, so if I had four questions, I number them. Hey, I have four questions for you. Here they are. Number one, two, three, four. You would still be amazed at how many times I get the answer. And this happens. I get the answer to question number one. Uh, What about number two, three, four? I get the answer to number two. Are you kidding me? Seriously? Okay, what about three and four? I get the answer to three. I'm not kidding you. This happens to me. And I'm like, I don't get it. Are you reading these emails? Are you reading this communication? Because, dude, I asked four questions. Now we're in the third day. I'm getting pissed off. I'm I'm sorry I used that language, but I'm getting a little ticked here, buddy. You know, you're not reading this. Well, remember, perception is reality. Customers are going to perceive your business the way you handle their inquiries. It's just an inquiry. It's just communication. I say look very carefully and make sure you answer all those questions that are hidden in those paragraphs. In addition, what I suggest is when you answer them to separate them and break them out so that when you regurgitate the answer back, I, what I do is I just create cursor spaces in between the questions and make sure they see my clear answer right there so that there's no confusion that that's the answer to that particular question. Now, I may be, you may think I'm trite explaining all this, but I'm telling you, I've seen so much fumbling and stumbling over this in my years. It just drives me nuts. You know, I, early on in my book, uh, went reached out to a vendor from my book and, you know, just aggravating. It took seven days to respond, and I had two questions, and the, after seven days, the response came back. N- n- neither, neither of my questions were answered. I had re-asked the questions again, nothing. Like this person just said, I, I want to say what I want to say. I want to disregard your question. Hey, you know what? Say lovey. You do what you want, but, you know, uh, this, this isn't going to go too far, I don't think. So just remember that those things are very important. I also suggest if you get this email, like how many of us get this, hey, how's it going? And then there's, you know, three topics or four topics baked in the body of that communication. I suggest sometimes when you send the volley back, rename that subject header. Just rename that file. Answers to your questions about the whatever. And this way they see, oh, okay, you know, I'm getting now my answers to the question. Instead of everybody floating around and chasing this email that says, hey, how you doing? Like, we don't, we're all going to forget this in a couple weeks. What, what was that all about? So just, again, it's a suggestion. I got that so in there again. I'm, I'm very upset. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Going to get rid of that baby. So See, it's just so natural. See what I'm saying? Old Jersey, I mean. Uh, answer each question, and you know, you'll, you'll be fine if you can do that. Face-to-face, same thing. Hear what the customer's saying. Hear what your potential customer's saying. Listen to what you're hearing. So hear it, listen to it, and then answer that question directly. How many times have you gotten frustrated over asking questions that you know the person didn't really hear you well or listen well, I guess, is the better way to put it, and they don't answer your question. So, again, if you're the company trying to gain customers and get repeat customers and grow, get more out of your investment, make sure you answer the question and answer it directly. You know, we, we're all, uh, we all see this political jibber-jabber out there that happens all over the atmosphere and you know everybody dances around questions and give all gives all these rhetorical answers you know and I don't I'm not trying to get political I'm just saying in general that's what happens you can't be that way in business if someone asks you a direct question come on answer the question directly give them what they are looking for don't get all rhetorical on them um 
you know, that's really what I wanted to say out of tool uh, number 164. It's in the book. Order on Amazon.com. It's a, it's a really fun read. I'm getting that response from readers, and I'm just so happy that that's what they're thinking. So simplebiz360.com, simplebiz360.com. You can get connected to Amazon direct through there. You can go to Amazon and look me up under Jeffrey R. Mason is the author or my book title. We're on a bunch of different platforms for your podcast, so you don't just have to tune in on YouTube. I know a lot of people like to, but hey, Alexa, Bring up Simple Biz 360 podcast. Hey, Google, bring up Simple Biz. Hey, just go to Stitcher, Spotify, you know, iHeartRadio. It's all over the place. So we're having a lot of fun with this podcast. We hope you are too. Let's talk about the Lost in the Shuffle track. Remember, I'm a rock and roller. I'm going to end every segment with a Lost in the Shuffle track for you. And uh, I am going to give you one a Christmas treat. In 1963, it was released on the day that John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Unfortunately, it came out that very day. But it was a, by Phil Spector, a Christmas gift for you from Phil Spector was the name of it. And it featured the crystals. It featured um, it featured Darlene Love. It featured the uh, Ronnie Spector and... Uh, What's, what was that? The Ronettes, rather. I, I love Ronnie Spector, but I couldn't remember the name of the Ronettes. And then Bobby Socks uh, and the Blue Jeans, which I've never really heard until I bought the album. But anyway, this album, believe it or not, on Rolling Stone 2003 was voted the 142nd, I believe, most popular album out of 500 albums in the history of music. I mean, unbelievable. The, the um, Ronettes are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as of 2007, and Darlene Love is in the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as of 2010. This thing is packed with cool music. I mean, if you like R&B, man, you got to try this out. 1963 it was released. Uh, just a wonderful little Christmas um, addition to your, your pull-down or your playlist, and I think you'll really love it. Thank you so much for visiting with us. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And we all, like we always want to say, keep pleasing your customers, hold on to your sand, and please keep the shiny side up when you're driving. Thank you and have a great day.